This week on this first podcast, we sit down with Granbury Mayor Nin Hewlett to discuss life, the joy and hardships of the role of mayor, and the future of Granbury. We met in a local coffee shop, so you'll hear background noise, but we wanted you to feel like you were at the table with us. Hello and welcome to the Granberry, a city on the rise podcast. My name is Zeke Dorr and I'm a husband and father raising my family here in Granberry, Texas. My dream for this podcast is to highlight some of the great folks right here in Granberry. These guests may be city officials, pastors, community game changers, business owners, or simply incredible storytellers. Join us as we dive into an episode of Granberry, a city on the rise. Hello, and thank you for listening to the first Granberry, a city on the rise podcast. There are a few people I can imagine kicking off this first episode and the first season of this podcast with. I'm with none other than the mayor of our sweet town, Granberry, Mayor Nin Hewlett. Mayor, thanks so much for being here. One of the few goals I have for this podcast is to keep things somewhat short and sweet from my side of the microphone. So I'd like to dive right in with you, if that's okay. Well, you're speaking my language, Zeke. I like <laughs> to keep things short and sweet. And, uh, you know, my wife always tells me, don't talk very long at these meetings. So I'm, <laughs> I'm like on board with that. I maybe. like it. So as we sit today, uh, tomorrow the Cowboys have a uh, it's a playoff game. It's a playoff. And right. you're sporting a little bit of scruff. Talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, my I've told my wife I was going to, you know, not shave for a while. And then I decided I'd just say, I won't, I'm not going to shave until the Cowboys lose a game. And she said, well... You might as well shave now, but uh, <laughs> hopefully uh, I'll have to uh, determine when I'm going to shave because if they win the Super Bowl, I don't know if I can go a whole year or not. So I'm yeah. I'm optimistic. I'm feeling like I'm going to I'm going to be able to support this for a little while longer. I like but, it. But we'll see. I like it. It looks good. Yeah, it looks good. How long have you been mayor of Granbury? I've been mayor going on uh, well going on six and a half years now. I yeah. was uh, I filled in as the mayor pro tem slash mayor for a year. We'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah. But, uh, about six years now. Awesome. What what made you pull the trigger and do something like this? Well, you know, Zeke, and, and here you go, that kind of uh, goes right into what happened. You know, I, I uh, decided to run for a council member, and I did that because a lot of folks that I was running around with were talking about issues going on in the city and this and that, and I really didn't know what a council person was, but I said, you know, it sounds like you guys need to, or somebody needs to get out there and run for a council member if you're not really happy with what's, uh, what's going on. And they looked at me and said, well, man, you're retired. Why don't you run for council member? <laughs> and at that time, there wasn't an open seat, and I really didn't think that it was right to just run against somebody that was trying to do the best thing they could do for the community. Lo and behold, a couple weeks later, they came to me and said, well, then you're in luck. There's an open seat now. Yeah. So one of the council persons had uh, chose not to run again, and there's going to be an open seat. And I said, well, I made a commitment to you, and, and I tell you what, I, I will run, but you got to make sure that you guys get out and vote. Sure. And uh, so they, they walked me through the process, told me where I needed to go downtown and, and apply for this thing, and, uh, and I did. And and at that time, uh, there was a lot of other people thinking the same way because there was about six people ran in that race. Yeah. But I didn't feel bad about that because we were all running for an open seat. Sure. And so we were all friendly with this thing. And so we ran, and it uh, naturally went into a runoff. And uh, I was one of them selected for the runoff, had a lot of votes. But as you know, 
getting 51% and put other people in the race is kind of sure. hard to do. So I went into the runoff, and I, and I won the race. So I became a council member there in 2012. And uh, so uh, that, that one first year was an experience for me. The following year, uh, they every year they select a mayor pro tem. Well, the council then decided, hey, we're, we would like for you to be our mayor pro tem. Mayor pro tem fills in for the mayor if he's absent, this, that, da, 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 da. Um, they, they felt like the mayor pro tem had been in there a while and they wanted some new blood. And so I said, well, you know, that doesn't sound like a hard task. The mayor's always here. Uh, if that's what you guys want, and I asked the senior person if he was okay with it because I didn't want to. Uh, step on any toes there and he sure. said oh absolutely and then he said matter of fact i'll support you so uh that that following uh, following year i was uh, selected as the mayor pro tem and this is where it kind of gets uh you know unusual because within a month after i was selected the mayor pro tem our mayor then had a severe stroke mm. and uh so uh, he wasn't able to perform his duties. And oh, by the way, I, I visit him every, every now and then in Dublin. He still yeah. does well, but he wasn't able to fully recover. Sure. But with that, he, uh, they, they hung on for a while, to, not to pull the rug out from under him and hoping he would come back. Well, he, uh, he never came back. He, so I served actually a mayor on training wheels for a whole year. Yeah. And I was the mayor pro tem slash mayor uh, filling in. So things like that happens pretty quick and then his uh, term was up that year here again people turned to me and we went through a lot of the issues went through a lot of things that happened in the community things that i never realized would happen and that i had to step up and be uh, the leader in and uh, so with that said you know people said well we, we would like for you to serve as our mayor and i said well i i made that choice to do so and so i ran for mayor that, that year and uh there was one other person running, but I I, uh, I won the race. Yeah. And uh, the following, so I, that was a three-year term, and then the following term I didn't have a, an opponent, so I ran again because the community had kind of uh, indicated they'd like for me to keep keep on serving. Sure. So, you know, between myself and the council and, and the community, we were doing the right things, and so uh, I was I was honored to be yeah. uh, you know asked to, to continue to serve as the mayor. That's great. That's kind of where I come from. That's awesome. So talk about uh, I want to talk about you as a person uh i know you're married uh to jan as your wife uh, i know you've got some fun hobbies uh and i think you're super personable in fact we're sitting on our square right now right. in a local coffee shop we're at paradise uh looking at our gorgeous courthouse um here in town on on the historic granbury right. square uh, so many people know you because you're easy to talk to. Right. Um, and I think that probably has a lot to do with your past and what you've done and what you do. Uh, so talk a little bit about your personal life, again, Jan, and, and some of your hobbies. Well, uh, you know, uh, this is where they're getting short and sweet. You know, <laughs> uh, you you know Zeke, uh, and you're absolutely right. I, uh, I spent a lot of time in Granbury before I became a council member, and I've always been a person with... I worked with GM for 33 years, and I was a uh, people's person with them. Like to go out on the floor, have coffee with them, rank and file, talk, you know, just the different places that I go. And, and they really helped me get a lot of information on what was their concerns, their needs, and what they thought would work with the corporation. And so I took those things in, uh, into staff meetings, and it really it helped me be a, a better manager. And so kind of looked at the same, same way as running a city, you know, or not running a city, but being you know, uh, in the position I'm in with the city, sure. you know, there's so many people out there that want to help you because yeah. they want the community to be great. They live here. They want it to be someplace that they want to live. 
And so there's a lot of good information there. But yeah, me and my wife have been married. We've been married now eight years. I met Jan. Uh, matter of fact, when I was uh, running for council, I was single then and met Jan and uh, she got on board. We, we got married. She was from uh, Stephenville area, okay. actually. So she's a native Texan and sure. and I got here as quick as I could. <laughs> so she, she, she uh, brings that up several times. But we've got, uh, between us, we got six grandkids. Uh, yeah. matter of fact, we just uh, got our sixth one this holiday. Oh, cool. Congratulations. We have, we have a new uh, baby boy up in Odessa, but we've got, uh, on her side, she's got all boys, three boys, okay. and on my side, I've got girls. Okay. And they're in the Houston area, and hers yeah. are in the Odessa area. So we've got a lot of, of uh, traveling to do to, to get to see all the grandkids and stuff. Sure. So, But yes, uh, you know, and... and uh, you know, you talk about being easy to talk to and, and being active in the community. I think a lot of the, uh, some of the reasons when I was running my campaign, don't get me wrong, I, I went door to door because I wanted to meet. That was the favorite part of campaigning was going door to door, knocking on doors and, and meeting people. I, and I met some people to this day that I stopped by and visit with because I really took a liking and, and, and interest in these people. And uh, and they enjoy it when I just stop by every, on occasion and, and chat with them and stuff. But you know, I grew up doing that, and as you said, I grew up playing music, so I play a little music around on the square and entertain people. I like doing that. I like that they, uh, you know, I go to some of the assisted livings and stuff, and I mean, they clap for everything. I can just have a bad day, and they just, they're, they're excited to have somebody there entertaining them, and it makes me feel good, because I know it's making them feel good, too. But uh, the community is a great community. It's a great community to go out and just uh, mingle with. They, I don't consider myself as uh, the mayor of the community but as a you know as a person in the community that wants to make a difference you know along sure. with everybody else and stuff so. absolutely well you do an incredible job every time i'm around you you always have a, a welcome hand to shake and a smile on your uh, thank face you, thank and so you. i appreciate that about you uh i, I want to get into a little bit we're shifting gears okay. now uh you've gone through a couple of really big events oh, since you've been uh, mayor and uh, you know, there's probably folks out there who think about doing something like becoming mayor of their city mm-hmm. one day, uh, or a council person, mm-hmm. or um, and they don't really take uh, they don't really think about what could happen. Right. Um, you know, every once in a while, unfortunately, we turn on the news and we see something has mm-hmm. taken place. And uh, usually, when we're watching that press conference, it's with a oh, yeah. uh, you know the mayor's talking right. uh, because they've gone through something. They want to hear it from the mayor. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want you to talk about um, a couple of times during your time as mayor uh, that you've uh, maybe the tornado, right. for example. Talk about. And you're that. exactly right, Zeke. And there are a couple of incidents, and you know sometimes I, I felt like God was challenging me. Sure. Because there were some issues that came up and. One of the first ones, as you talked about, was a tornado that came through the community in 2013 or 12, or right. whatever it was then, and ripped through a lot of areas there, actually destroyed one area that was outside in the county. And I was serving as the mayor pro tem at that time. I was serving as the mayor, but I was the mayor pro tem because our mayor had had his stroke. So here I am, not knowing really what my role would be in this in this case, because we're going to the... Uh, the emergency management office, and we're sitting there with people. They're wanting to interview myself, the the sheriff, the, the judge, and all these people. And and I'm just kind of going along and, and, and under, trying to understand. But the one thing that I knew I had to do was to be supportive of the community and make sure that the community felt good, felt safe, and felt like they had the right person in there to help them out, to help them to rebuild, not just their community, 
but their mindset and, and the things, the drama that goes through with uh, the loss of lives and things like that, the loss of homes, the loss of uh, your, com you know, the, the destruction of your community. So I realized real quick, there's more to this role than just say, hey, I'm the mayor and, and uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to build monuments, I'm going to build streets, I'm going to fix potholes, I'm going to do these kind of things. There's, there's a lot more to it than that. And basically when you experience something like this, because these are people's families, these are people's homes, these right. are people, you know, that have, have had these forever, you know, and so it's, a, it's really a, it's, a, it's an eye-opener sure. for somebody, anybody. And so... Uh, we got through this, you know, as a community, and we and we got through the whole issue, and we rebuilt, and we got ourselves back on, on track, you know, and that was a good feeling. And knowing that, you know, the community pulled together, and me, as considering as one of their leaders, you know, was able to to help them pull together and come back to be a community and stuff. So that was a, like I said, a big eye opener. And then not too long after that, the next year, we had a. Uh, had a shootout and actually it ended up right in the city hall parking lot there and this was a shootout where an officer lost his life uh it was uh, involved with mostly the county but here again you know when people come in here the reporters come in here people want to say they want to talk they want to talk to the mayor of the community they want to talk to the county judge they want to talk to the uh, the sheriff you know those type of people they want to get some feedback so they they reached out to, to myself and the biggest concern was, what has this done to the community? What what impact does this have on the community? So, you know, and I'm speaking for the whole community, and it was devastating. And, you know, it had a big impact on the community because there was a life loss of somebody that everybody in the community knew. Sure. And, uh, you know, it's like losing a family member. So here again, you're trying to put the community back and, and let them know, you know, that... Uh, it, it happened, but the family is, you know, we're gonna we're gonna support the family. We're gonna put the community back together. We're gonna we're gonna get through this thing, you know, as a as, as a community. That was another challenge, you know. And like I said, that was not filling potholes. That wasn't, you know, making ordinances. That wasn't sitting at the dais doing a council meeting. That was a real deal down there. That was the real stuff that you have to step up and figure out, you know, what what is your role in that. And so. I found out real quick, you know, what my role would be by experiencing those kind of things, you know. Absolutely. So it was a, it, and that was kind of the, one of the things that drove me to, to run again because I felt like, you know, hey, somebody challenged me. Somebody has said, hey, here's these challenges and uh, we think you have have went through those challenges and, and, and did a fairly good job and so we want to, you know, want you to continue to, to, to serve our community and stuff. Yeah. So. I felt like uh, that was a, a uh, you know, it was a message to me. Sure, so. absolutely. And I'm glad. Yeah. You know. Well, I'm, I know that uh, the citizens of Granbury are grateful for it as well, right. and are uh, on a daily basis for our whole the, the leadership of our, our community, of our right. community. Yeah. Um, because I'm amazed constantly. So I'm I'm in the real estate business, so I see the people right. coming to Granbury, and it's more than uh, it's been so much about. Uh, tourism, right. but it's become so much more than that. People right. are coming from all over to move to Granbury, Texas, maybe right. because they read about one of the best fireworks displays in all of the country, mm -hmm. or they read about going to get a burger over at Grumps, and that's one of the best burgers right. that you can get in the nation. Uh, there's so many great things about Granbury. Oh, absolutely, and, yeah. absolutely, Zeke. Yeah. So I want I want you to talk a little bit about 
Um, you know, what are some of your favorite things about Granberry? What are things that you like to do? Maybe a place that you and uh, Jan like to go eat. Like, what are some of your favorite spots? I know you can't. Uh, you're you're mayor, so you probably can't give too many oh, favorites okay. out. But uh, no, I, give me I, some of your regulars. I, I try to uh, I try to go into a lot of the restaurants, all of the restaurants, you know, sure. new, old, and uh, you know, on a on a on a uh, regular basis i will walk the square sure and pop my head in the doors and say hi greet it well you've seen me come in yep. some of the places that you work but yep. you know i like to just kind of get some feedback from sure. these people down here and on 377 i go into you know all the big box stores there too and i'll look up the manager or i'll, I'll call him talk to them or whatever and just see how they're doing what what is there anything i can do for you is there anything the city can do for you sure. you know and those kind of things but you know what I really like about this community, and I, and I grew up in some small, uh, you know, uh, rural communities similar to Granbury, uh, probably a little bit smaller country, you know, in, up in northern Missouri. But what I like about it, and you know, it's not, it doesn't come easy, but uh, I like it because I can walk around and, you know, you made the statement, you probably can't go very many places without getting stopped, but you know, that's the part that I like. Yeah. Because I like being able to walk into a store, Hey, Nin, how you doing? Right. Whatever. Walk into a restaurant or just walk down the street or be driving down the road. People wave at you because they're waving because they know you. Sure. You know, they know who you are. And I'm, I'm waving back because I know who they are. You yeah. know? It's a really uh, it, it's a friendly community, and I hear this all the time. I'll tell you, one of the things that I have in my office, and I tell people about this all the time, is that I have a, a file with a whole lot of folders, you know, folders on water, you know, this and that, everything else that we do there. But one of the folders I really like the most is a folder called Thank You. Mm. And those are all the thank you notes that I get in any given time. Wow. So when things get going rough or you think that, uh, you know, everything's against you, you know, I pull that folder out. And there's so many thank you notes in there that are not just to me, but they come through my office. But they want to thank somebody in the community. They want to thank them for such a great 4th of July. They want to thank them for this. They want to thank yeah. And so I reach out to the people that are really put those together in the citizens or, the, or whoever it is and say, you know, look what I received in my office, but sure. I file these things and, you know, that's going to be one of those things I'll take with me probably when I leave that would just be priceless yep. because there's, and it's just every little thank you note I get from the, from the kids in the school to the people just visiting in Granbury and, and coming out here to see what we have. But there are just so many good things to do. Um, like I said, I like to play music. There's lots of talent in this town. There's lots of talent, not not just the music part of it, but the uh, the arts, the, sure. the uh, our Granberry Theater, our uh, opera house that uh, I was in, involved in when we remodeled that, put several million dollars into that thing. I wow. thought, are we making a mistake here? Yeah. But it is. It is just paid off. It is. A, it's a great. It's a great venue here in town. It's a great draw. People come here, but it's also great for the community. Everything that we do, we think about the community utilizing this too. You know, it's not just for somebody coming from outside looking in, but it's also for our community, our parks, our skate parks, our, our bike and hike trails, our anything that you can look around here. This downtown streetscape here, that was not only for the people visiting here, but for the community and for the people to really enjoy a quality of life here in this community. Sure. And, and, and they have it here. That's what I like so much about Granbury is the quality of life, and they continue continue to build on that. They, they, they want everybody to have what they pay their tax dollars sure. for. Sure. That's good. That's great. Talk about, uh, we're kind of starting to wrap up here, when we talk about... Um, I want to talk about the future of Granberry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, maybe 
even 2019, 2020, the next five, ten years, what what are you thinking for Granberry? What do you dream about for Granberry? Talk about that a little bit. I'll tell you what, Zeke, and and glad you mentioned that because one of the things I had to, one of the challenges I had was uh, was having a uh, a uh, well, what you'd call a uh, a vision, a vision for Granberry. And a lot of those visions were like two years down the road. Five, and I said, you know, we, we got to have a vision a lot further out than yep. that. And I asked, uh, one, and I started asking grade school kids that I would meet in the classroom and stuff. Says, what do you want Granberry to look like? Because cool. you're going to be the people that are going to be living here. What right. do you? I mean, they got there were some crazy answers, but then I got to thinking these aren't crazy answers. Yep. Some kids were talking about, you know, uh, uh, airplanes flying around in Granbury, yeah. you know, to get to to, to to get the mobility around. And sure. So someday that, but I tell them, I said that's what I want to hear. I want to know what you want to know, what you want right. to see in Granbury, because some of the things that I'm, you know, that I'm envision right now probably won't come about. Maybe not even in my time, but. It'll be a, a vision, and it'll be what you want Granberry to look like. You know, short term though, there's a lot of things. You know, we want to start utilizing our lake more. We want to start sure. getting more activities on the lake. Not here again, not only for people visiting Granberry, but for the community. You know, have some of those things because people that own these boats, they like to go out, they like to play with the boat, but they don't want to just drive their boat around in the water. They want to have something to do in right. the boat. So they want to go to a restaurant. They want to go to an event. They want to do this kind of thing. So I'm really working to uh, to do some of the things like that. I've got a really diverse council now, and, and, and they're really – they've got some great ideas. You know, we're, we're talking about putting some more peers on our, our conference center. Cool. We're talking about putting – we're even still talking about some uh, uh, water parks and things like mm-hmm. that. You know, we're talking about – of course, we're doing the things we have to do, and that's to sure. build new water plants, build new sewer plants, and, right. and, and those are out there, and we're going forward with all those things. But there's some there's some visions out there for Granberry. We want Granberry to you know continue to grow. Uh, you you can you know a lot of some people say, well, we we like it the way it is. Well, if you stand still, you will be a ghost town yep. because you, you people will pass you. You know, yep. so we're not we're not going to. Past people, we're not going to be a Fort Worth because Fort Worth's going to continue to, to grow, right? And we're going to continue to grow too. Yep. So, there's a lot of good things, there's a lot of ideas that the council's rolling out there. And, and I'm excited, I'm especially excited about 2019. We've got some council members that already came to me with some great ideas and things right. that they wanted to do and, and the things they want to put in place. And I'm, I'm excited about it, I really am. That's awesome. And finally, uh, I want you to talk a little bit about uh, one, one of the reasons I personally love Granberry. One of the reasons I've decided to, uh, I've got two little boys, mm-hmm. uh, five and three. Um, I'm proud of Granberry, uh, but one of the other reasons that I love Granberry is because of the people here. Right. I mean, we've got an incredible group of people mm-hmm. uh, here in Granberry. So talk about, uh, talk about the people of Granberry a little well, bit. Zeke, and, and you and I both know and people ask me what type of people, and I tell them it's a Christian community. Yep. They there is so many churches, and I'm I'm a member of the uh, the Ministerial Alliance, and for the longest time I just thought there was maybe 15, 20 churches. My gosh, there is more churches in here that, but they are all so active, and they're all going in the same direction. They all want to send the same message, you know, and they want to be they want the community to get involved. They come to my office, different churches say. What can we do for the city? What can we do? Can we can we hang lights? Can we pick up trash? Can we do this? They want to be a part of the that's community, awesome. you know. And so that's what makes this community so so unique. Yeah. 
our school system. We have a great school system. We, you know, we had a we had a super uh, superintendent, and and people thought, wow, we'll never get another one. But you know, we've we've got uh, Jeremy Glenn has came on board, and you couldn't have asked for a better person to come up and fill the role that Jim Largent has started. Yes. Jim Largent started a great program. And Jeremy is going to take it on, and he's going to go to the next level. I, 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 I can see that. I've had meetings with Jeremy. I like what I see. Hospital. Hospital is getting bigger and better. We've got a hospital. People come to a community. They want to make. They want to feel secure that they have a hospital that they can go to in their community. You know, our police force. They are citizens. They. they when they 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 pull people over sometime and say, Hey, Dan, how you doing? You know, you speed a little bit. Yeah, this that. You know, well. Yeah, that's not safe. That's you know, it, they they treat them like they're citizens. Yep. You know, that's good. And it's not the throw the books at them and this kind right. of stuff. So they're they're a part of the community too. We're all a part of the community. All those things I talked about, and that's one of the things that I wanted to bring to the table is that the county, the city, the chamber, the school, the hobby, we all have to work together. And we're we're not quite there, but we're almost there. That's good. I see it coming. Where we're all going to be one. And that's what it takes for this community to, to grow. It yeah. really does. That's so good. Well, uh, I shot a video a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago, I don't remember, about what I believe and what I believed uh, for our town. Granbury's mm-hmm. a city, again, that I want to invest in, that I want to raise my boys in, that right. I want to do business in. And as a believer, I know that uh, the Lord is going to do something here that we've never thought yeah. imaginable. And uh, I also believe he has you here for the season, for the purpose. And I just pray that the Lord continues to guide your steps as you make decisions that impact the future of our town. So I want to thank you for spending a few You're absolutely minutes right. with us. So You're exactly right. This has been sweet. So, And again, I want to remind uh, people that this is just our first of 10 podcasts that we have that we're doing this season. So uh, it's going to kind of be all over the place. We're going to have storytellers. We're going to have, of course, city officials and just some fun, different stuff. Um, and maybe look at things uh, a little bit different than, than a traditional podcast like, like this would be. So, Well, I'm sure I didn't set the bar too high for you. Podcast, <laughs> you so, knocked you know. it out of the park. You were the first one I thought of. So thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Hey, we know that episode was loud, but one of the goals of this podcast is to meet with people in their element, and we wanted to meet at a local cafe with the mayor. So thanks for bearing with us. Again, we've got some really cool stuff coming up this season, and uh, we hope you'll listen. So please subscribe, uh, give us ratings. I don't know what all comes with a podcast just yet, but we're learning. So uh, thanks again for listening.